Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Presence Live. All right. I'm Jennifer Anderson, and I'm here today with Dr. Todd Ferguson. Do you want to lead us off in prayer? Yeah. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit. amen. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for this time. We pray you guide our conversation, and we pray especially for all the sick and the suffering out there in the world, for their health, for hope, for holiness. Guide our conversation as we uh, bring guests in here and speak about uh, the hope you give us and the life you allow us to live. And we just thank you for all the good things in our life and for this time and for Catholic Radio and being able to share the good news with the world. We pray all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Okay, well, Todd, this has been a wonderful time for us to get together here for our first time hosting. Yeah. How do you feel? feel great. It'll be fun to get to know you, Jennifer, and uh, excited to be on the radio. Most definitely. So we have a good um, full lineup here of guests that we both know and some exciting topics here. Um, So our first topic, first uh, guest is Kathy Erlob, and then later on we have Dan Johnson. And then we also have Jeff Bates. So while we wait for Kathy to uh, get online here, we'll be she'll be joining us by phone. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I live in Moorhead, uh, run a clinic, pray naturopathic doctors, um, uh, married uh, children. Uh, my wife, Dr. Molly Ferguson, is also a midwife, and we have uh, five kids and a dog, and um, one in heaven. And, um, yeah, just work and play all summer. (laughs) Wonderful. Good. Well, um, myself, I live in Fargo. I'm married to Greg. I have uh, my private practice as a counselor at Redeeming Grace Counseling. I have uh, two children. Uh, We're empty nesters with two uh, wiener dogs. (laughs) And, um, yeah, we're just having a lot of fun. I also have uh, two uh, babies in heaven miscarriages as well. Mm. So um, we're going to be talking to Kathy Erlob soon from Women's Care Center. She's a physician's assistant and also um, is the only one that runs the, the ultrasounds there. So... Um, she's probably getting ready for that. So your wife is a midwife as well. Um, so that must be pretty exciting work. Yeah, she's uh, she's definitely been busy uh, busy lately and uh, welcomed a number of babies into the world in the last uh, couple weeks. And mm. just a just a beautiful thing to be a part of to witness that and help uh, help bring a new life into the world and 
Yeah, it's really a, a beautiful ministry that she does. Yeah, I certainly wish I had a midwife and a doula too. When I when I was having children, it's just wonderful to having those those individuals. Okay. All right. Welcome, Kathy. Good morning. Hi, Kathy. Jennifer here. So glad to have you join us. Um, You're a busy gal, so thank you for being with us on air. Can you tell us a little about yourself? Um, Well, I am the youngest of seven, grew up on a farm, Catholic family. Um, We were church-going family, I mean, every Sunday and Holy Day of Obligation and all those things, but didn't really have a strong home prayer life. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm finding out as a, at an older age that I kind of was of a generation that I don't know exactly what happened in in those days, but kind of a lost generation to real strong faith formation. Sure. Um, I was pregnant at a young age, um, out of wedlock. At 18, got married and had... Um, three beautiful sons from that marriage, and just kind of went along life with, um, I continued with college, or I shouldn't say continued, I um, furthered myself later in college and did that three times with three <laughs> children and and work, and, um, and then, you know, fast forward to now, so I'm in, in those times. I was um, a nurse in the operating room, and this was restless. I wasn't sure what I needed, so I went to PA school, which was perfect for quite some time. Um, it gave me a real picture of of the patient beforehand, during surgery, and afterwards, and I could follow them afterwards if there was some sort of cancer or whatever. Really, really loved that. And I was still just restless. So um, there was a period of time there that, well, I had remarried after a divorce um, outside the Catholic Church, which is a whole other journey. Um, But I was able to just step away from all the busyness that I was making for myself and discovered the Catholic faith mm. for the first time, really, and fell in love with it, nice. which has brought me on a whole other journey, and um, yeah, went back into PA work for a period of time, and still was restless, and and left that, and I was thinking I was going to spend some time with my new little granddaughter, and well, then COVID hit, um, but meanwhile, I saw this little teeny tiny ad in the church bulletin for Women's Church Center. And I thought, hmm, I could do that. So that was a very brief <laughs> synopsis. Of- yes, well, thank you. So so can you tell us a little bit why specifically the Women's Care Center? You mentioned um, your life um, thus far, being pregnant out of wedlock and nurse and PA school, divorce and all that. And so me as a, a therapist, I, I, these are common topics that I work with many of my clients. I bet this um, working at the Women's Care Center has been a wonderful um, opportunity for you. You want to tell us a little bit more about um, specifically why the Women's Care Center? 
Well, um, in my <clears throat> interim time off, I and I was searching. I was at that point like, Lord, I don't know what you want me to do. What do you want me to do? And I will do anything. I thought, <laughs> but apparently he knew better and needed me to be more prepared. So um, I don't know. Mary just kind of led me to all of this, um, and I can't even remember how all that started exactly but I know it was her influence and um, I was a volunteer at First Choice Clinic uh, Women's Care Center used to be First Choice Clinic mm -hmm. up until a little over a year ago now so I volunteered there I don't know how I became aware of that I'm assuming it was in the church bulletin but in also in that time period I honestly it's, I'm ashamed to admit I was pretty ignorant of what was going on downtown Fargo. Mm. And I, I also then discovered that many, so many people are ignorant of it. Yeah. And, um, it, and then I discovered, too, it was a young lady recently. In fact, it was just before um, Unplanned came out mm -hmm. a year ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I was with a group of people, and this young lady and I somehow got talking about politics. And I said, I couldn't vote for that person. And she said, well, why not? And I said, because they're pro-abortion. And it was not an environment that was conducive to that kind of a conversation. But she wanted to know more. And I said, you know what, let's, let's talk about this sometime. And, yep, she was very open to that. Well, shortly thereafter, this movie came out or was coming out, and I texted her, and I said, hey, this... Okay. Um, anyway, so she was willing to come to this movie with me, and it was an eye-opener for her, and I'm thinking there's generations of people who don't realize that this is a life in the womb. And, you know, they, they accept it, and that was just like, this has got to change. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So then, yeah, here I am at Women's Care Center. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you that aren't from this area, that what Kathy's referring to is that the, the downtown Fargo has the only abortion mill in the state of North Dakota, and many are ignorant of, of what it's... Um, what they all are doing there and for, formerly known as first choice clinic is now women's care center they've relocated and they're they're close to the downtown area as well so it's a wonderful ministry that um that they have to offer um so we've we've got about five minutes before the break so how does your work help the women that come to the clinic kathy um well i so I just started here two months ago, and my role will be um, counselor and ultrasonographer. And COVID kind of has interrupted my training a bit, um, and we've been focusing on where we really need um, somebody is doing ultrasounds. So that's my primary goal right now, So, um, or my primary role. Um, so that is what I do. Um, I am trained in... Uh, first trimester limited OB ultrasounds. Mm -hmm. And basically, I I show what is going on in the womb. I can show them the baby moving around, depending on the gestation, moving around, seeing the heartbeat, hearing the heartbeat, 
um, just really giving them eyes into what is their gift in their body. And, you know, Women's Care Center's motto is radical love and radical hospitality. And we just meet the women where they're at and, and try to guide them to choosing life. Um, unfortunately, not, that's not everybody's goal, but our main goal is to just love that pregnant woman, whatever she needs. Hmm. That's beautiful. So it's really just an honorable mission. What uh, take us through a little bit uh, that that moment when the when the woman sees the baby, kind of for the first time. Um, have you gotten to witness that a lot? What's that moment like? Oh, um, it it is just indescribable. Um, it's very profound. Some are very very quiet. Some are very interested in watching and have questions. You know what? Like, where is their development? You know, do they have everything that they need right now in life? You know, as far as everything being formed, um, they they love to see the heart beat. And um, and I should preface that I understand that ninety eight percent of our clients choose life. Wow. And and um, some of them come to us already knowing that abortion is wrong, and they planned on parenting or at least carrying and, you know, um, adoption or whatever. And, and that is our goal. We just try to help them make the best decision for them. And we just accompany them along the way and give them every bit of love that we can. Um, the Women's Care Center is very generous. We rely solely on uh, private donations. And um, we give them diapers and clothing. They can, there's lots of learning opportunities, and every time they come and learn something, they get coupons that they can use in the store where they can buy cribs and every, everything that they would need for a baby. We give them for free. They just need to take the classes to learn, and and it's all through donations. It's just a remarkable mission. Wow. So, so do you do you get some people that are are more looking for resources, but are very undecided in in what they want to do? That is a huge population, yeah, and and we have all those resources, and we get them connected with whoever they need. If it's insurance, we get them connected with Medicaid and help them through that process as needed. Um, help them find somebody for OB care. We would never refer to the abortion facility, and some of them ask, but we obviously don't uh, refer. Um, but we, you know, we'll just guide them through their decision and give them every bit of information that they need to make the best decision for them and leave it in God's hands at that point. Okay, wonderful. Well, Kathy, we need to take a break here, so we'll be right back after this message. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Mount Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible. We hope the future brings you here, close to home. 
at mountmarty.edu. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. If there is a merciful God, how can he allow such suffering? I'm Father Chris Alar. God took his greatest risk in giving you his greatest gift, free will. He risked that you may choose not to love him and to hurt your neighbor. But even then, God wants to bring a greater good out of evil. There is no worse evil than a creature nailing his creator to a tree. Yet God brought a greater good from it, your redemption. God doesn't want you to suffer, but he allows it. Why? Because your suffering can also be redemptive when you share in the cross of Christ. It is not easy, but when you learn how, it changes everything. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, I'm Todd Ferguson here with Jennifer Anderson, and our guest today is Kathy Erlob, who is working at Women's Care Center and was sharing her story in terms of how she came to be at a women's care center. Uh, She was a nurse. She's a physician's assistant, um, restless, searching, and just looking for answers and came across the Catholic faith. And eventually, with the assistance of the Intercession of Mary, and uh, found her way to Women's Care Center. Um, Women's Care Center is a, a clinic facility that assists women in um, their <clears throat> time when they're pregnant in, in providing resources and education and, and uh, guidance and support. Um, so we were just talking about, uh, talking about that. Um, you mentioned ultrasound. Uh, you know, I just I just love ultrasounds. I, I have five kids, and every time we've seen the ultrasound, it's just so amazing. It it just you know it's very real for the woman. They can feel everything uh, moving and kicking and and so forth. But uh, you know, for me, when I saw that ultrasound, it you know it's real. You know it's alive. But it just really uh, makes it a lot more uh, real. And so you were talking about kind of how the the different people respond to that. Um, how how long has Women's Care Center had ultrasound available? Uh, you know, how many of those do you do a day? Uh, uh, do you have more than one available? Um, okay. Um, I don't know exactly how long Women's Care Center has had ultrasound. I know that the, the one that we have now was generously donated by the Knights of Columbus, I think, maybe two years ago now. Okay. Um, it is more advanced than what they had before where we can actually um, do an audible heartbeat versus just being able to um, 
it's very vague to do like a not an EKG on a baby, but you yeah. need to be able to see the heartbeat. Um, and you can, depending on as they get older, you can definitely see that heart beating. The Women's Care Center has on, they have a big TV screen for the clients, and they're allowed at this time only just one person because of COVID. Um, they can have one person in with them, um, and it can be whoever they want, uh, the father of the baby, um, a parent or something, or a friend even. Um, and it's it's just so amazing to see, for instance, a, a father and, you know, to have them together watching this on the screen, it is just eye-opening for them. And like you said, it makes it more real. You know there's stuff going on in there. But it makes it more real to see it. Um, I just have to share, if you don't mind. It's yeah, go ahead. Very weird. So in in my journey through faith, um, I tried to journal. I didn't journal as much as God was working through my life. I knew I needed to write some things down. But I so in preparation for today, I came across this, um, and it was a dream that I had. <clears throat> and in the dream, I was a candle. And my head was a flame. Mm. Mm. And I had some kind of a robe on, and on the front of the robe was an image of a baby in the womb. Mm. And my job, sorry, I get teary-eyed when I look at it, I think of it. So this is what I wrote down. I was very careful so that when I bent over to light other people's candle, I held the, uh, sorry. Take your time. I held the cape out so that the image would not be distorted. Because it was very important mm. that they could see that this was a baby in the womb. Yeah, so that image is is very important. It it's really um, uh, makes your ministry a lot easier. Tears oh, it's just incredible that I get to do this. What is what a privilege! It's just such a privilege. I and thought, yeah, go ahead. No, just you know to. Just to help these women realize that this is a life and to help them through that process and um, see beyond the moment. Because many times, you know, it's certainly unplanned mm-hmm. and they're afraid. And if we can just help them to see that, that there are resources available for them. Yeah, talk about and, that. Oh, sorry. Talk about that moment. Um, you you kind of mentioned how they are when they come in. I'm sure there's quite a variety, but um, being, you know, perhaps feeling alone, um, afraid, a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, they they it's it's probably not a very public thing, kind of hidden. Um, mm-hmm. What what do, how do people present? What is it like in that when they first come in? Well, we first, you know, just kind of evaluate. Well, generally, they have had what we call an intake, and that is done with a counselor. And we get an idea of where they're at, what their feelings are, where they're they're headed. Um, And, you know, some are just here. They're happy, what we call happy parenting. They just want the free ultrasound because we provide free medical-grade pregnancy testing and free ultrasound. And for those that are um, abortive-minded, we 
they can keep coming back so that they can see the development because sometimes it's very, very early. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we also tell them that up to 40% of pregnancies end in spontaneous miscarriage. So mm-hmm. why, and many of them have financial constraints. So why spend a bunch of money on something that might not be a viable pregnancy to begin with? Mm-hmm. And in that process of time, they themselves are able to um, oftentimes figure out other plans, other ways, and help. And we can help them see what resources are available and get them beyond all those fears of how could they possibly do this on their own. Well, they don't have to do it on their own. We're there to help them. And, um, I mean, it's just a very successful program. It's just beautifully run. And um, they just need help to get beyond that moment of fear where you just act out of panic. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I would guess your 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 background, Kathy, kind of helps you meet people uh, where they're at, your story? Oh, um, certainly compassion um, has been kind of something that I am anyway. And um, I have appreciated people from all walks of life in any different capacity, you know, very vulnerable to cancer or pain or whatever it is. Um, I've done a lot of walking with people Mm. and whatever's going on. Well, you've certainly influenced a lot of women in this area, Kathy. It's just uh, wonderful to see you putting together your profession and your, your faith all into one. It just is a perfect fit for you. I just received my um, card in the mail of the upcoming fundraiser um, that the banquet won't be happening due to COVID. Yeah, and so, as you mentioned, that so many, you depend on all of your resources uh, for donations. So, yep. um, if everybody has um, some dollars to <clears throat> to donate to the Women's Care Center um, in Fargo or the one closest to your area in the listening area here, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, I was Absolutely. amazed by that. Yeah. That card said it was the first time in 36 years that uh, the banquet uh, won't happen. And, you know, we'd really like to see the, the donations be generous. And, and um, But that banquet's a lot of fun. I, I, um, I really enjoyed, uh, I think it was Tim Tebow's mother uh, was one yeah, year and Tim hearing Tebow. her story. Mm-hmm. And, um, and just, you know, the, the most moving part of that banquet is always when you know, one of the women uh, who have been helped at the Women's Care Center stand up and share their story, and usually they have a child with them, and, and yeah. I mean, it's just, you, you, the emotions flow, and it's just amazing, and that's your life yeah. every day. Oh, uh, well, yeah, God lined it up that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I... Uh, uh, I think uh, if people want to donate, it's uh, supportwomenscarecenter.org, um, I think is the website they go to. Is that correct? Um, I believe that is correct. Um, I don't have it right in front of me, but they could, um, yeah, reach out in any way. We could let them know. Um, but I believe you're right. It's supportwomenscarecenter.org. We have less than and, two minutes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's uncertain times for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I mentioned, we're solely dependent on that, on, on the generosity of people. And and we pray that those that are able um, still can, because every little bit 
counts and makes a difference. Most definitely. Well, any final thoughts or reflections for you, Kathy, before we let you go? Um, well, I, first, I just want to thank you for uh, having me on. And um, all of this is a little fresh for me, so I apologize for the emotion. But it's no. just so un, it's just remarkable to me that I get to be part of this with these women. And I, as I mentioned, I just want them to see beyond that moment, that initial moment of fear. And God is good. He'll yeah. provide. The emotion, that's who we are. We're human. We're not robots. And exactly, yeah. <laughs> but in fear, we tend to be robots because it's too difficult to feel it, right? Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Well, with that, we thank you for joining us this morning, and I'm sure that we will love to hear more about you and your work and your ministry as we go forward. God blessings to you, Kathy, and your family. Oh, thank you. God bless all of you, too. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. And we'll certainly uh, keep you in our prayers, Kathy, and and just ask everyone to pray for the Women's Care Center and all the uh, wonderful work they do. Open our hearts to finding uh, a better path. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. With that, we'll be back after this break.